Have you ever seen people who appear to have it all together, especially in church, and wondered about the real story beneath the facade? Or how about this? What's your story? And what would happen if people knew the real you, the glorious, the wonderful, the messy, the shameful? Listen in as we tackle hard questions of faith and following Jesus. Welcome to She Seems So Normal, Stories Not Shared on Sundays with your host. That's me, Lee McKenzie. Hi there. Oh, Lord Almighty. Oh, Lord Almighty. Oh, hell no. Oh, oh. oh yeah. No, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, hello, Douglas. Hello. Hello there. Hi, Mom. All right, so we're so excited to welcome you to a bonus episode. Big Air Bonus. A Big Air Bonus. On Air Live. On Air Live. On recording. On recording. <laughs> for She Seems So Normal podcast. And this, I, I'm so excited to introduce one of the most talented people that I know, a <laughs> young man who makes me laugh more than anyone else in this world and who is just incredible at pretty much everything oh, that shush. I I admire. Uh, this is my son, Julian, a.k.a. Juglas McKenzie. Juglas T. Buglas. You're my Juglas T. Buglas. Follow him on Instagram. Hello. Hello, honey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's good to be here. Oh, my gosh. I so am. It's been like a month since I've seen you. I know. It's only I've been like been two weeks, you. but it feels like a month. I know. I've missed you. I've missed you, too. We've been busy. My favorite boy in the whole wide world. My favorite mom in the whole wide world. The only one you got. The only one I have. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to talk about the adultification of traumatized people's children mm-hmm. um, and how we really talked about, you know, in the la- in one of the episodes that we just uh, recorded, I had really talked about um, that suicide is off the table mm. and the, you remember that night? I do. And you remember that next day? I remember it all. Yeah, you have a you have a mind like an elephant. I got a crazy memory. That's your fault. Making me memorize like entire chapters of the Bible when I was a kid. Sorry, I, it's it's only done good things for me. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. That yeah. Isaiah 43 really did work for you, didn't it? It was kind of fire. Yeah, All right. that's good. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Julian has a mind of an elephant. He remembers apparently everything, and he is actually one of the most forgiving souls in this entire universe. I feel like and. <laughs> So do you remember, we just kind of listened to and listened through that episode that I had recorded yeah. and give me, give me your thoughts about that, sweetheart. Thoughts about the entire the situation? Or... Yeah, let's talk about the night when I got triggered and... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just remember I was playing games with friends and I'd already known that like I tend to get loud and so I was already trying to be quieter. Uh, we'd had little tiffs before about my, my volume and keeping you guys up. And so I, I was always in the back of my mind, like, ooh, I got to make sure I'm not stepping on toes because I know that my life schedule is completely different than the rest of you guys. Um, and uh, I remember you came out uh, at a certain point. I think it was like 11 p.m. Um, you guys had, I thought, just gone to bed. And 
uh, you came out and just started yelling at me. And I was on with people. I had, I just hopped off the call right when I say come out. I was like, oh, she is mad. She is in angry mode, and I gotta I gotta deal with this. And stuff like that had happened a lot of times before. There'd just been blowups. Uh, even growing up, I was sort of on eggshells all the time. Um, all the time. Uh, coming home from school, wondering, I hope mom had a good day today because, oh man. Uh, or not really seeing the big deal when there would be something that I guess you had seen as a very, very large deal that needed taken care of. And so... Um, when I saw you come out, I was like, oh, it is time to do this again. We're in the big deal we're, we're in the big, we're, we're in big deal zone now um, <laughs> again. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. this, is, this is like one of my shameful moments, honestly, Julian, no, that I'm like totally telling okay. on myself. No, it's not okay. I am telling on myself because I know that there are other people out there that have done the exact same thing and have just been like, we blow up. We don't know why. Just irrationally We're, upset. It irra- seems yeah. like. It, and, it's, and I hated the idea that you walked, I mean, everyone walked on eggshells yeah. because when you have somebody who's traumatized, you never know it's going to set them off, right? Yeah. No, I know. I was, I was doing my thing and then suddenly a dozen eggs are just right in front of me and I'm like, oh, there's a fumble. <laughs> oh, I'm so <laughs> no, sorry. It, it's, it, you don't need to keep apologizing oh, for it because it's so far in the past and we've oh. both grown from that. Yeah. So like, it's okay. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, my son. Oh, there's just, there's just these times though. And I, and I just can't even imagine how horrible it was for you to have to shoulder the weight of the guilt of carrying, you know, the possibilities of what your grown mother would have done Oh yeah, no. We've only talked about like the the inciting incident, um, which sets its own topic. But no, like part two was you went back to your room. It was okay. I was just like, she blew up. I'll be quiet. My bad. My fault. And then dad came out and said, "Hey, what the heck happened? Your mom is like in the closet. She's having a freak out. What happened?" And I'm like what did I do? <laughs> that was a different time. That was a different time. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, we could talk about that one too. We could talk about that one too, right? I think that was in the same week though, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, that was, that was like, that was a rough week. Part one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was man. a rough week. Trauma therapy isn't much fun when you're having your panic attacks. It's not, at that point, were you in the middle of trauma therapy or was mm-hmm. that Okay, so that was in the middle of your healing process. Yeah, that might have been the same week. And so I lost my ish with you oh, gaming around you know, 2 a.m. And then later that week, I lost it when, yeah, with something else. The and ish I don't was even nowhere to that. be found. Yeah. The, the what you said? The ish was nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah, that, that ish. It, it's very elusive sometimes, isn't that it? elusive ish, the iconic ish <laughs> we just tend to forget. <laughs> I've displaced my ish. I cannot find it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that would be, yeah, I lose my ish my a lot during this time. My mother loses my ish. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and there were so many different times that it was just like this whole weight upon your shoulders. And I yeah. just, man, like the idea that you felt so responsible for me it, it, is horrible was, for you. In the moment, I, I think it was just that I was made to feel like it was all my fault. Like 
regardless of what I knew had gone on in your day, if you had a bad day or if there was some sort of contention before, no matter what, I, I guess I was trained to assume that what's happening in the moment, whoever the blame it's on, that's, that's the full story. There's no, at that point in my mind, there was no historical background. There was no mm-hmm. mom's past. There was just what was happening right then. If I'm the one that made the disturbance, it's my fault and I have to take the blame for it. Mm. I fought back against it because I was a teenager. I didn't know what was going yeah. on. It caught me off guard every time, but it you was always so responsible. moment to moment. This one's my fault. I I need to change or I'm doing things wrong or I'm living wrong or I'm just being a bad kid. Mm. You were just being a kid. I was just being a kid. Yeah, I know. I think, and I think these are the hard things to really talk about and yeah. to own up for me to own up to. Oh, I'm so as I'm looking into your beautiful eyes. <laughs> well, it's a hard. I think these are hard conversations to have to have, and the and fact that we're having them on a podcast and looking at each other and smiling and looking at you. each other. I know I love you so much, too, Jillian. You are just a dream. I know you do. I hope you know that I love you. I do. I 100 percent do. That there. That's a development. That that was, it wasn't always this way. No. She would say, I love you, and I would not know if she meant it. Or mm. I think I know that she meant it, but I wouldn't feel it. Mm. After, I think after, that was probably a big turning point in the entirety of our relationship because now I say, I love you, and you say, I know, I love you too. Yeah. And I say, I know. And that's how we know. Isn't and, that's it? and it's one of those funny things. All the difference. It's one of those funny things too, is like, if, that whole love dynamic with your with your beautiful children and with your parents is mm. like, I couldn't receive love because I didn't feel worthy of love. And so I passed that on to you. Oh, yeah. I still <sighs> struggle with that uh, feeling yeah. worthy of love. It's like, mm. oh, I'm me and I'm human and I have faults. And the difference is I'm human and I have faults, so I am not worthy of good things. Mm. Or I'm human and I have faults. And the person showing me this love is also human and has their faults. Mm-hmm. And the love is the, not compromise, but the um, willingness to persevere together through those faults, mm-hmm. through those hardships, to come to a middle ground of love, acceptance, support, and a firm relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that we're not deserving of love. It's that at that point in time, we're not able to bridge that gap. Not able to receive it, right? Not able to receive it, maybe not able to properly give it even. Um, Another thing is like, when that balance isn't there, if this makes sense, um, whatever love I'm not able to receive, I give that that missing love out. It's equivalent exchange, I guess. Yeah, it's almost like the love languages. (laughs) Like we give love in the way we want to receive it. Oh yeah. And that is, so we just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying to give the love in the way we want to receive it, and we we don't get it. Yeah, you hit a wall. But it's the only thing we know how to do because it's the only thing we know how to feel. Yeah. Right. I feel that one. And so I I Mm -hmm. guess maybe in in the before times, your love was, say it, I'll. I do things to mend mm-hmm. the ish that that got yeah, lost, right? Yeah. I, I make up for what's not there mm-hmm. in myself in receiving, um, and I did that too, and I still do that. I see that all the time still, and that's something I need to work through. Is mm-hmm. that when I don't feel 
the love that is there and is being sent to me in that person's own way. When I don't feel it, I give it back mm-hmm. in the way that I want to to receive it. Which right. might not be the language they want to receive it in, It's huh? not the language <laughs> that they want to receive it at that yeah. point. Because usually when I'm feeling that way, when I'm feeling like there's something missing, mm-hmm. it's got me to an elevated emotional state. And in that elevation, my love is way more probably than than they, they know really how to receive. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but you are very, you are a passionate, you are a passionate lover of your people. That is definitely 100% When I love true. someone, I love them all the way. Yeah, I you mean. do. Uh, and, and so do you remember the turning point when, mm. when I finally was able to receive love? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was oh, that like? so hard. I know. I, I remember pretty. you came to me. <laughs> You told me, it was, I think, probably just that next day. You looked at me, you're like, hey, what happened last night? That's not for you to bear. That's not a burden that you need to or ever should have have bore. And I want to let you know you were concerned yesterday about something that you should never be concerned about with your parent, with someone who's supposed to be this foundational person in your life. You shouldn't have to worry about them killing themselves. That's mm-hmm. that, that that's not a burden for a kid to have to bear. Never. With especially with their parent. Yeah. And I I I, I bore that. I mm-hmm. our dog is coughing real hard. Hi Scout. Hello. You're doing Hello. great, Hello. pal. You're doing great. Okay. Good boy. Start over. What was I saying? Yes. Not a burden I, a I bore to bear. the burden of you and your mental health as a early teenager, probably from 13 onward. I knew that there was some capacity in your mind, in your heart to leave, yeah. either to leave physically or to leave, um, to make a, a rash decision that would hurt you or take you away. Mm. And that wasn't, that wasn't good. I, I spent many years just afraid mm. that at some point I might not have a mom. At some point, even though I did have a mom and I was lucky to have a mom, um, it didn't feel like there was a mom in my life because mm. there was this love gap. Yeah. There was this, this discrepancy between the love that we would give to each other right. and the love that we would receive from each other. It's hard, isn't it? I mean, it's like this the damage that comes down from having traumatized parents and, you know, being traumatized by others. It's, I mean, we see very easily how the sin goes down to the third and fourth generations. Uh, uh I mean, that's, I never, before I was writing this book, I don't think I ever really realized how deep the sin will go. And even though we have stopped it from this, from my generation, I have chosen that you and your sister would never, yeah, we have cut that. We've cut the head of the dragon off on this one. However, (laughs) there's still the residual. There's still the residual that comes from the pain that has, that we've all suffered and the pain that has been going on generational after generation. Mm. And I, and I hope, and I pray Julian that, that, you know, and I've, I've pleaded with you to go get help as well and take care of you, mm-hmm. take care of your mental health because it's hard growing up with a mom and in dysfunction. And 
you know, I, I used to say you were you were like my heart walking outside of my body. Still do. <laughs> I, I love that. I love I, that little turn of phrase. Do you like that turn of phrase? Because you know what I'm realizing? I'm realizing that is like massive codependency. Uh, hmm. Don't you no, think? I, I, it's less codependency and more expectation, I think, you have now, because especially now, I, I want to be your heart outside of your body. I want to show love to people the way that you show love to people. <laughs> I want to. I want to love people the way that you do. Yeah. Because well, especially I, now, I mean, it's just so. It's it's unending. I mean. Well, it just shouldn't have been a a thing where everything that you did, I identified with and took it as mine and living vicariously, living vicariously, <laughs> or feeling like anything you did was my win or my loss, and that's. Did you feel that way? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, because I was like so wound up with you and yeah. so concerned and that your, your behavior reflected me or my lack of parenting or my good parenting or whatever. And I identified with that so deeply. It was interesting. Yeah. I, I remember you telling me every time that like another parent would compliment the way that I like spoke mm. or my respect Same, or the way I yeah. acted, yeah. you would always be like, well, I heard that you were raised well today mm-hmm. and I'm like thank you I don't feel yeah, I, I totally should not have taken the kudos instead you, of it being oh I bro. need to be respectful and considerate of people because I want to be because I'm because you're just virtue. a good yeah you're just a good kid it was I need to be respectful of people because, because my mother looks what good if they <laughs> well no not even that because like if I'm not like what blow up's gonna happen there that, that's oh not, my that's, gosh oh I didn't think gosh. about that now you like now yeah, you've go. like turned me in circles no so. I know oh that, it's it, it's cyclical it, yeah it's so <laughs> is you man. see it everywhere the effects Whoa. of I guess the adultification of a kid yeah putting things on their mind that mm-hmm. probably don't belong there um I, uh, yeah, I guess back to the, the idea of suicide is off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, um, I guess made it so big of a worry, uh, one of the things that made it feel like a responsibility of mine to keep on my mind, your mental health, your emotional health was that I was so afraid um, not even afraid. I just had this idea in my head that I wasn't one of the things that you wanted to live for. Mm-hmm. I guess I, 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 that I was actually the opposite that I was one of the reasons you wanted to die or mm-hmm. one of the reasons you wanted to leave. Um, so sad. I'm so sorry. Jim. No, I, I forgive you for that. And that's, that's not a thought that you ever told me to think, but that's, that was the next logical step from, oh, mm. mom is always angry with me. Mom always makes me feel in some way that I'm what makes her life difficult or that the things that I do make her life worse. I'm so sorry. And that paired with yeah. me knowing that suicide was an option or that a spat with me had directly caused a huge panic attack mm. or that you needed to go smash plates in the garage because it was too much to handle when I was just doing my best 
The, um, the, hold on a second. Technically, that whole plate smashing thing was a whole nother thing. There are a lot of whole nother things. There's a I'm whole nother thing. So I'm sorry if you identified with that. That had nothing to do with you, just for it's the record. Okay. No, no, sorry. I, I, I got it the all. The pickle jars, the pickle jars and stuff like together. that. Yeah, no, yeah. we're all good. No, you, you did get that all smashed together, but that Everything's has smashed. nothing. Let's just smash everything. <laughs> yeah, we have lost ish and smashed we've, we've, everything, we've, haven't our, we? Our ish is gone. Our items are smashed. <laughs> Fine China yeah. oh, disappeared. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> no, nah, this. I mean, I feel like these conversations are really important to have amongst moms and, and sons. I mean, we're like two generations removed from one another. Oh, totally. And it's just a different. You know, again, you had a very different lifestyle than what we were than what I knew about. I I know that I've always fear parented you. Um, fear parented. Talk about that. Fear parented. Oh my gosh, I fear parented you thinking that. Um, I was trying to reparent myself when I was, when I was parenting you. And so I was like trying my best to like, how would I, if I would parent myself, how would I do it? I would give you lots of boundaries and all that kind of thing. And, and so I was always afraid that you were going to end up like me or end up, you know, in a bad situation like I was or whatever. And so there was so much fear when I was parenting you that I never took into account that like you're pretty amazing and you uh, don't I mean you've got a great dad and you're a great kid and you have a stable environment you're not being exposed to some of the things I was exposed to yeah we're just different people especially as kids we are completely different people oh yeah and so like a lot of this is like just trying to reconcile you know how do you how, how do you how do you step forward and I mean man I made so many mistakes and I messed it up so massively I feel like as a parent but and I look at how both you um you and your sister are turning out and I'm like the Lord has been good the Lord has been gracious and um man in spite of all of my failings that love covers a multitude of sin and that God just keeps on moving and making things better and mm-hmm. creating things that are new in our lives and better in our lives and enabling us to go into fields that are way that there are harvests even through the valleys way more harvest than we ever thought possible and and i I just look at you and your sister and i'm just so darn i'm so proud of you i'm proud of you too i mean i the last three and a half years we've all become different we've all grown we've all become I think much better versions of ourselves, much closer to what functional probably <laughs> looks like. You asked me like two months ago, Julian, tell me how do I need to, what, what do I need to be for you right now? Like, are you getting what you need from me as a mother? Are you doing, or are you doing okay? Am I doing okay? What's the sit rep? And I looked at you like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Why are you Why are you asking that? I, I would tell you if something's not good. That's what we're doing together. Is there's accountability. We report to each other when ish is lost. We we tell each other when there's a rub. We tell each other uh, the positive developments. You tell me about your mental health. You fill me in. You keep me now. Now that I'm actually an adult, you keep me in the loop. The way that. The way that I wasn't able to handle when I was a kid. Yeah. Well. 
we're, we're now to that point where I can. And I, I can believe. finally say I'm sorry and really like own it. And I can know reconcile it. Like I can know that for yeah. sure. And I have full forgiveness. Uh, it's, yeah. we are at a good point. Mm. I love you, so thank you for doing that. <laughs> Thanks for, I guess, having the courage to take that journey because it's, this is a, a new era, I think. Mm. And now that we're all on the same page with emotional mental health, um, we can actually take those steps to finding ourselves as functional people. And mm. that's awesome. Is it good having a more real, authentic mom? It's good having a mom, period. Oh. <laughs> it's so good to have you. Mm. And to have you here and to not worry that you're going anywhere, because you're not. No. And I don't want you to. I want you right next to me, because I love you. Mm. Yeah. It's nice not to have to be manufactured or try and play a role. Not that is, to, you know, yeah. this idea of what I thought the perfect mom would be and failing <laughs> it and then doing the whole thing over and over again. And so I really, really appreciate your time and, and your Aww. thoughts here, sweetie. Mama Lama, I love you. Mm, little Jack Bug, I love you too. <sighs> Thanks for being with us today. For sure. I'm glad to be. Happy I was able to be. Yeah, me too. So if anyone has any questions um, as a follow-up for this, you're welcome to um, to contact me and maybe we'll bring Jugbug back I'd on with some of the others. I'd love to be back. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, it's tough. We should talk. About, we, we have a whole other episode about oh, dude, what it's yeah, like to be like an elder's kid in the church. Oh, elder's kid. That's jacked um, up, huh? Let's, yeah. <laughs> we, we could talk about so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my darling. All right, Julian. You're my favorite boy in the whole wide world. You're the only mama I will ever have, and I'm thankful to have you. I'm glad to be your mama llama. I'm glad you're my mama llama. We're going to be doing a big hug after this. Oh, one. we're going to do a big old hug. Massive hug. Stair hug. Such stair hugging. Yeah. If we only had stairs. If only we had street. stairs. We yeah. can figure it out. We'll figure it out in the condo. There are a variety of small, standable objects that you could hop up onto. I'll stair hug you in a bit. We'll stair hug so hard. All right. Thanks, everyone, for being with us. And for <laughs> Thanks for coming. Oh, Keep listening. Look out for the book. And um, yeah, have a great day. Mm, thanks, Chuck. Thanks, Mama.